Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, I'm so thankful I have, I can get something off my chest a lot of times when I get up here. I don't know what I'd do down the road if I <laughs> retire in 10 years or something. I can't get up here and just kind of let it out a little bit, but... Uh, you know, I had another one of those weeks to where I was busy, but, you know, a couple different times, you know, how y'all do, we all are, you're in the grocery store and uh, got that cart, you know, and, oh, hey, excuse me, sorry, excuse me, nothing, nothing, you know, and, you know, and it was building up in me a little more, I went to another store and escalated again, and I, I'm just forewarning you, I don't know what I'm going to do here in the future. I'm trying to hold back, but I'm just telling you as your pastor, I hope that I just keep that down a little bit. But I don't know what, it, what it, you know, I just thought, what a testimony is today. Think about that. In your world that you go through every week, whatever you do, dry cleaner, grocery store, I don't, I don't know, whatever you end up going to and back and forth, gas stations, different things. Hey, how you doing? You know, it's like, it's just like you're speaking a foreign language to people today. And I thought, what a testimony it is that you and I have today. Never forget that there is a light that is in you that the world doesn't have. So no matter where you're walking into, a lot of times you're walking into some place somewhere where people are spiritually dark. And you come in with this light and hopefully... Light brings warmth. So uh, I guess that's my second message on top of this. But let's pray. Father, we are so grateful that we have this time each and every week. All the responses I hear from so many people that watch from our church app to on the Internet, from different places all over our, uh, the United States that tune in. Lord, I just pray that you would encourage hearts today as we continue this series on the angels that you have given to be messengers, to be warriors, to worship you. And Lord, we're thankful as Ben has led us in worship today that we acknowledge who you are, Lord. You are first and foremost as we start this week out. Lord, you know my heart. I always believe as we walk through these doors, we're already blessed as we start our week out. So Lord, may we look to your word today. Guide us in your spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at, as we continue this series about revelation angels or angels that are revealing to us in the end times, we're going to look at today that you're not losing. Now, what does that have to do with angels? Well, let's go back to, we're going to turn to Revelation, but I want you to turn, if you think about it this way, to the very from what we know, the very first warfare of any kind that we find in Revelation chapter 12. It is a war in heaven between the angels, and they had to make a choice. The choice was whether they were going to serve God Almighty or Lucifer, who was the highest-ranking angel underneath God from what we know of in the Old Testament. 
And as we see what takes place, we know that pride got into Lucifer, who then became Satan. Pride was so filled up that he thought he was the one that could be in control. So what he did was he was able to, and what we're going to look at in a minute, to deceive a certain amount of angels. Well, look at Revelation chapter 12 and verse 7. And war broke out in heaven. That's even a different kind of saying, if you will, in God's word. Just think about it. A war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels, in other words, the angels that Michael was overseeing as an archangel, a mighty warrior that we know, fought with the dragon. In other words, another name for the devil or Satan. And the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives, who does he deceive? The whole world, this world that we're living in. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation, strength, and the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of the brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. We see this war between the angels. The Bible also tells us that he was able to deceive a third of the angels that were thrown out of heaven with him. Two-thirds stayed with God. Now, as you see this warfare take place, it is a war. It is a battle. Did you remember? Do we remember? Did I remember this week that I am in a battle, that you're in a battle? You say, what do you mean, Dallas? Well, we're in a constant spiritual battle, and it starts with what Jesus said when he's getting ready to leave this earth. The disciples weren't anything else Jesus could have told them. But first and foremost, before he left into heaven, they said, Lord, what shall we look at at the time of the end, the time that we live in right now? And he said, be careful, do not be deceived. What did we read right there? What is the devil going to, he deceives. Well, we got to take it a step further. Say, okay, well, how, how does that happen? You know, I think it happens more than anything else this way in your battle and my battle that I face, we all face every day. The way that it happens is we get a little insight in there that he, the devil is an accuser of you and me. He accuses, for example, what, what, do, we, what do we fight? Maybe some of you are having a battle health-wise. Maybe you're having a battle job-wise. Maybe it's, maybe it's relationship. I, I don't know what it might be, but I do know that we take out the spiritual side of it when we should actually first and foremost know that that's the most important. When you look at it in an, a, a battle that you're facing in your life, if you will, I want you to kind of, if you can, train your mind to where you know that this is spiritual. Why is that? You know, Satan wants, he's going to come at you more than anything else than someone that doesn't know him, I mean, doesn't know Jesus in the world. 
So that being said, what does he try and do about our health or about a, a situation in, in a certain relationship or about your job or you fill in the blank of what you're dealing with? Might be wayward kids. I don't know. What does he do? Why did I title that as we're following these angels today? You're not losing. See, we've got to remind ourselves that this, the devil deceived a third of the angels. You know how many? That's billions of angels that he deceived. And if he deceived a billionaire over God Almighty that he deceived and said that he could be the one that knows what's best for your life. That don't you think that he can come at you and at me the same way and put in your head some way? You know what's best for your life. And you're going to try and figure out this situation yourself. When I go in a very difficult situation, let's say in the hospital or, or just a tragic situation, and <clears throat> I have the highest, you all know, highest respect for doctors and nurses and what they have to do. But I always say this, when Jesus is involved, do not go off the report from the doctor. Now, I don't mean that in any negative way. You know me. I don't mean that. I, I love physicians and all that they do. We live in one of the greatest areas in the, really in the world for, for higher medicine and to take care of people that are hurting. There's the point. The point is the devil will come at you and me and he will give us that situation that we have no hope. We need to remember God is part of this equation. The devil always wants you to think outside of God. He wants you to think of just yourself and you're trained from little up as we are from a little baby to learn how to walk on our own. It only makes sense as we get older and older and older we get, we're going to figure out this self. There's some things in life you cannot figure out. That being said, look to God in this battle and those situations that you don't quite understand, know that the devil, you know, he's not going to stop. He's going to continue to come at you, whatever that battle is, and he's going to accuse you of thinking that you have something to do with why you are, the way you are, where you are, and there is no future. That's exactly what he does. We just read it. God tells us before Jesus was getting ready to leave, he will deceive us. I'm here to tell you today, the greatest way that he comes at you with deception is to accuse you first that you're not, it's not going to work. You might as well just give up. I mean, you've been battling this or this person or this situation for years. And he just comes at you again and again and again and again. And he doesn't stop. I'm here to tell you today, as we know, and I want you to see this picture, that you are in a battle. And just the same as we see the very first battle that took place and there was warfare ever since spiritual no, first and foremost, you are a spiritual being. And that being said, as a believer, we need to live that way. Live that way to know that our victory has already been won on the cross of Calvary through Jesus Christ. 
Now, that's being said, and we, and we, we have that log way back in our heart and in our mind. I'm here to also tell you today as we look at the, at the well, let's look at the second verse. Let's look at another verse here. I want you to look at Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 12 and 13. Before I get ahead of myself, Ephesians 6, 12, and 13. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age. We read that again. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. You know what the greatest mistake that we make, one of the, all of us have it in relationships and with family and with extended family? Your warfare is not against someone in your family that you're not getting along with or someone's not. Now, you can't control what anybody else does, but you can also look at yourself and you can say, hey, in this situation, I'm not going to get bitter because I know that that's the devil working through them. That's how we've got to look at these spiritual battles. And when we do that, I'm just reminding you that you're not going to lose. It gives you an understanding of calm to know that if this battle is really spiritual, I, I can't see. I always say there's another dimension right here. It's right here. We can't see it. You know, like the second that, that we die, we're going into that dimension and out of here and into heaven. You can't see it, but it's here. What can we do then? I, I can't do anything. I'm going to lose every time in that battle and that relationship with that person. I'm going to lose every time in that battle and that situation in my mind with that health situation. I'm going to lose every time at school with that situation, with that young person, whatever, that I can't get along with in school. I'm going to lose every time, and you fill in the blank again and again and again. How do we not lose and remain calm if it goes on, this battle for a long time, how do we remain calm? Knowing that if it's spiritual, it's not my battle. I, I, I don't lose all this time and energy and, and, you know, thinking through all these things of how it's going to work out. What am I going to have to do to fix this? And how is it all going to come together? I'm going to be calm. There's going to be a peace to know that as I look back on that, since the very beginning of time of that first battle, God already won, and he continued to win every battle all throughout history, all throughout the Bible, on the cross through Jesus Christ, and he continues to win again and again and again. He has never lost, and all we have to do is recognize who he is in those battles, and you won't lose either. The question is this. Will we remember that it's spiritual? That's what we've got to continue to know. Because as you're driving your car or you're doing the things you do, man, you're, you know, your mind, it just goes everywhere, doesn't it? I mean, it's amazing how you're driving and next thing you know, you're, you, you know, you're, you're in the five years from now and you don't know what's going on. I mean, it's all over the place. You've got to pull that captive to the boss. I can't do that. God has to do that. And if that's being said, how does that happen? If we wrestle, it, it also continues. You know, let me read verse, verse uh, continue. I, I stopped. Let me continue where it says, as we wrestle against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts 
of wickedness in heavenly places. It's wicked. Isn't it wicked what we're living in today? Well, then it's just as wicked of what's going on around you where the devil's accusing you left and right spiritually. And I'm here just to remind you again and again every week that you're not going to lose and you're going to fight that battle. Here's what happens if we don't do that. You're going to turn around. The Lord's hopefully going to come through in an amazing way for you. And guess what you're going to say to yourself? I just wished the last six months of my life away. We do it all the time. Instead of just saying, I'm going to give this to the Lord. And as hard as it is, you know, today is a gift. Bible says every day that we live is a gift. Don't wish it away because the problems that you might be having right now or the fight that's going on in your life. Know that God's got it. See it, what's going on spiritually, that it is so wicked that you can't, you can't fight it. God has to. So if you know that you don't stand a chance in whatever battle it is that you're in, it only makes sense that we turn it over to the Lord. That's what he wants. He's, he's there. He's waiting for us to just hand him the sword. He said, I got this. I want you to just rest. I want you to be with me. You still got to go forward, but I want you to know that I've got this. Let's look at a couple other verses. We're going to look at uh, let me get back up to the New Testament. We'll go back up to the book of Revelation again. Oh, actually, let me, let me look at another verse. <laughs> Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. And if you don't have this outlined, if you don't have it memorized, and you, you need to do this. Because God gives you a promise in this verse that just as his angels chose and made a choice to be on his side, they've won every battle since, and they will continue to do so. God will do the same thing in your life. And so what he tells us in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6, be confident of this very thing. Well, what, what's he talking about? What thing? That he, meaning Jesus, who has begun a good work the day they accepted Christ as your Savior, will complete it. He will. He will complete it until the day, in other words, till the rapture, until the Lord takes us home. Be confident. In other words, you are so certain about the truth of your faith in Jesus Christ that you are so confident that what he's doing or going to do in your life, you can relax. No matter what it looks like. It, it, you know, for some of, all of us sometimes, it can look really, really dark. And Jesus is just saying, I want you to be confident that the day that you accepted me, meaning Jesus, as your Savior, I knew everything that was going to happen. 
And I'm going to empower you in every way, in every minute of your life, if, if you let me. If you let me. You know, I was reading an article last week about a guy who won millions of dollars in the, in the lottery, okay? You ever see those stories about people who win millions of dollars in the lottery? You know, they, they made a whole series about how people and how their life is destroyed down the road. You know what I'm talking about if you've ever seen it? It's unbelievable to watch. Anyways, well, now they're... This one guy that just won millions of dollars are saying that he, he stole the ticket off of somebody else. I don't know how that's going to work out. But what's the point about all that? Man, we all think. I remember they were interviewing another guy. That had 20, he was a young guy. He was 29 years old. He's worth, he was 29. He's worth $20 million. He's got five businesses. He said, I wish everybody could experience, you kind of wonder what, you know, where's he going with this? Could experience what I've experienced. I, I just wish everybody could. And what he said is, it's not what you, he says, I know you're not going to believe me, but it's not what you think it is. Now, we all need money to live and we all want to be comfortable with all those things. I'm not, I, nothing's wrong with that. But what I'm saying is when we put the priority that that's the end of end-alls and that's the greatest thing that we can all try and achieve for, you're going to get let down. I'm here. I guarantee you, you're going to get loud. What Jesus is saying, if you are confident enough in every decision that you make, every thought, every action, Every time the devil tries to excuse you, you're going to win that battle because he's going to come at you. He's going to so deceive you of coming at you and nobody else about what's going. He's going to come at you again and again and again. When you get up, when you go to bed, every time he does not let up. And all you got to do is say, I'm confident. I'm so confident that who I am in Jesus that he has already won this battle. In other words, you're here exactly the amount of time that Jesus has you here. He's got you. He's going to protect you. He's going to provide for you. And he's going to win all those battles if we are willing to wait and put him right here in front of us. The Bible says let him be in front of us in our rear guard in other words, all the way around us, he is there just the same as those angels had to make a choice. You had to make a choice the day you accepted Jesus as your Savior. And the same that you made that choice that day, God is telling you and me every day, I want you to make an active choice every day to believe in the truth of who you built your foundation on when you accepted Jesus as your Savior, that he is going to make those decisions. When he does, that's our battle plan. And when we look to him, you will not lose. You can't. God has never lost, and he never will. And all he's wanting to do See, what he wants for, you know why we're in the middle of what we're in right now and, and, and the struggle gets more heated sometimes in our life than others? The Lord just wants to, he just wants to talk to us more. He just wants more fellowship. He just wants us to know that, hey, he wants us to go to, into his throne. He wants us to, to put it all on him. 
That's what he wants to do. And we're not letting him do it. All we've got to do is know that who we're dealing with. On one side, you're dealing with a fallen angel who we always say, do not laugh and take any jokes or anything about the devil. He's wicked and he's evil. And you might go 50 years and do amazing and he will knock your feet right out from underneath you when you're not watching. He will deceive you. But we serve not just an angel. We serve the one who created the angels. And the power that you see in God's angels, that's the power that you see that he's given us and will give us if we just give him permission to fight that battle. I don't know what it is, but I just want you to be aware as we close today in one more verse of how we do that. Revelation chapter 12, we're back there again now, verse 11. And they overcame him, in other words, the devil, we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Jesus has done it. He's already won. By the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. When We know the first one, and we're all on the same page about it, that through Jesus Christ, we have victory. Through his shed blood on the cross of Calvary, through believing the one and only God's son died on a cross and rose from the grave, and by accepting him as our Savior, we have hope for heaven. But secondly, he says, by, what's he saying there? You know, as it goes on, he said, by the word of their testimony, remind yourself when you're in the middle of this, whatever it is you feel like you're losing, remind yourself, relay your own testimony back to yourself. You don't need to tell everybody. It's great if you tell everybody, but you need to tell yourself more than anybody. Hey, Jesus did this. He came through here. I didn't think I was going to make it here. I didn't know what I was going to do. Again and again and again and again and again. We know through Jesus that we have already won through his death and his resurrection. We know and we're reminded that we're not going to lose no matter how much the devil accuses. We are not going to lose because I remind myself every, you know, every time that he has come through in my life, it has always amazed me that he comes through in a way that I never would have thought. Man, that's, that's what that's what's, should encourage us and give us joy as a believer that we're not going to lose. And finally is, you know, everything that we're seeing. They say that in the next seven years, you're going to be able to replace pretty much all the parts in your body, you know. I don't know whatever that means, okay? I don't know. I just read it, okay? But everything, brain, every, everything imaginable. And that's what those that, that are, are living in this world and they want to be their own gods, 
Man, that's what they're looking for. They can't, you know, all, all these, they can't, I mean, they're, gonna, they're just striving so fast to get there. So now you can live, you know, and instead of 100 years, this guy just, he sold his company for, I don't know, four or $500 million, maybe it was more than that. And uh, so he takes $2 million every year just to, just to try and make himself younger, Okay. Two million dollars every year. And you should see all the stuff that he does. It's amazing. All these different uh, places he goes and the therapy and the, the water therapy and all of his diet and everything. Yeah, he has no control. He just goes out of the house and, you know, gets bit by a dog and, you know, it's it. I mean, really, I don't know what. You know what I mean? He just like, any, I give that little silly illustration for why. What does that la what did the last part of that verse say? We have no concern of our life. Right? We have, it says, the way that we're going to win, the way that we overcome this world, knowing who Jesus is and what he's done. No one else has ever done it. No one else has ever will. If, we, if our confidence is him, he will never let us down. That's one. Secondly, the word of our testimony. Remind yourself over and over and over again how many times that he's come through. And third, that you can live your life every day knowing for some reasons that I don't know why that you might or I might be taken out of here today. It's okay. It's God's plan. And I'm going to live in such a way that this day that God has given me is a gift. No matter how difficult it is, no matter who you're fighting with, no matter what's going on physically, no matter what's happening at your job, no matter those relationships you just wonder what's going on with that wayward kid of yours and all those things are going, God's going to do it. If you let him come into the spiritual life that you live, that's here every day, as the Bible calls, it's wickedness. We see it. I don't have to bring it up every Sunday. can't believe what we're living in. What we call normal today is so abnormal that you couldn't even have thought it up 20 years ago. This is what we're living in. I don't know where it's headed. But I know if your foundation is on the blood of Jesus Christ and you are solid standing on that rock, God says when you fight that battle and the dust settles, I'm still standing because Jesus Christ is fighting for me. You can't lose. You can't lose when you let him fight your battles. He won the very first battle, heaven, and he'll never lose. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today and, uh, you know, we have so many different people, I say all the time, thousands, hundreds, hundreds of that are watching. That's why, you know, if you're here and, you know, I always take the opportunity to talk to those that are watching and listening. Because, see, I'm in contact with them or in touch with them and knowing what's going on in their life. 
what's going on in your life. Man, it's, it's, it's difficult. This life's not easy, and I'm not making any, any other way of saying it. It's not easy. But we can have peace. We can have joy, and we can know today is a gift. We can live it in that way, and we can do it. So the Bible says, if you're watching today, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's anybody. And if you're watching and listening, you say, Dallas, what do I have to do? Just make that choice. It's a spiritual choice by faith. The Lord's touching your heart right now. He's knocking on the door of your heart and saying, all you have to do is trust me. Don't try and figure it out. That's why he's had you tune in right now today. And just pray this prayer with me. To find heaven as your home, to have that peace that I talked about today, and know just as the angels, that we will rejoice with them someday forever and ever and ever. And we will be worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. All you got to do is say, Jesus, I believe that you're a God's son. You died on a cross for all of my sins. You shed your perfect blood for me. And right now, by faith, Jesus, I don't even understand all this. But by faith, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you as we always do. You've so blessed so many miracles even within our own church family even what you've done for us at city church and how we're able to to move soon in our new facility what you're doing is truly can only be said it's you if there's someone here today may a friend bring a friend or a family member if someone doesn't know you as their savior may they accept you today as ben leads us may they come forward and i'll just open up your word and i can Pray that same prayer with them and they can find heaven as their home. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life if you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you just pray this prayer with me right now and you can have heaven as your home 
Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.